hungry for Jesus Christ. Are you thirsty today? Because I don't want another religion in my life. I left religion. I left Islam. I hate it. I just want to be free. I just want to be free. And then something happens to that person. A touch or a breeze or in the form of a wind. I know it is Jesus. Maybe you are sitting here today and you are saying, I need that transformation because I don't want to be stuck in this place anymore. Now this is the biggest harvest time. This is the revival time for God to come and change everything. Welcome to Embracing New Life, Dream Church. All people, all nations, all tribes, all colors are welcome. So good to be with you today. And I am continuing my program with Dr. Kevin Zaydai. We are talking about heavenly visitation and having an encounter with Jesus Christ and how that encounter can change you and change people forever. So good to have you again, Kevin. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome. Very excited. I love it. I love it. So we were in Seoul once, and what what happened afterwards? You came back. Uh, well, well, he 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 went through. Uh, uh, it was it seemed like days of information. It's still it's still going to be written about for years. Oh. But he he went through systematically how to be healed of these soul wounds, and yes. he, he he said. Um, he said that uh, he could do a miracle and just wave his hand. I've had it happen. He, he walked in my room one time and just waved his hand over my chest. Uh, I was in college and I was uh, so worried about uh, the load that I was carrying um, with with everything that I got ulcers. I was bleeding. I was I was coughing up blood. Yes. And um, I, I had no one to help me. Um, I went uh, to college with no no help at all. I was working all the time. Um, and uh, he walked in my room and just waved his hand over me, and I've never had an ulcer or bled since. Hallelujah. And uh, he said, I could wave my hand over you right now, and your soul could be completely healed. He said, I can do that for people. He said, but there are, there are other ways that I can heal people too. He said, the, he said there are other ways, uh, like reinforcing uh, the truth that is in the Word of God. So he told me. I love that. Yeah, he said, um, in Romans chapter 12, um, it talks about, and I believe it's verse two, it talks about being transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that um, the soul, which is the mind, will, and emotions, is not saved when you become a Christian. Your, your spirit is okay, born still, again. Okay, because still the scars are there, right? Yes. We have to do, the, yes. sometimes it can be a miracle, right? but we need to do the work. Yeah, I was surprised because I wasn't told that when I became a Christian, I thought that I was completely healed of everything, but yet my body wasn't healed. It still needed healing. Yes. Um, I still, I still had things that I had right before I got born again, and then my soul, my soul, my my will, my emotions—they wanted to do the same thing before I was a Christian. So that explains why yeah. we are so messed up the way that we are messed up. <laughs> well, God, thank God through Jesus Christ, Amen. He's given we us a solution. So Paul, Paul said, uh, Paul said, uh, Jesus reiterated these things with me right there mm -hmm. in the operating room. But He told me, He said, number uh, number one way is to reinforce. Uh, with the Word of God. So our mind needs to be renewed by, by the transformation mm -hmm. of the Word of God. So uh, he said, if you listen to the Word of God and you speak the Word of God, you, you transform the way you think. It actually sides with your spirit. Did you know that at night, um, your body and your 
your soul. They're having meetings without you. <laughs> and they're voting you off the island. They're working against you all the time. So your spirit mm -hmm. is, is born again and on fire. And um, it's going to live forever. Doesn't know defeat. Has never had a thought of defeat. Did wow. you know that the Holy Spirit has never once thought of being defeated wow. in your life in any way? So your spirit is, 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 a, is a victorious warrior that wow. wants to overthrow the kingdom of darkness constantly. Yes. Doesn't even want to sleep. Uh, the spirit doesn't sleep, but the body has to sleep. Okay, so you have this, your spirit, born again, doesn't know defeat, wants, wants to do everything for everybody else, doesn't want to think of himself, wants to oh. walk with Jesus all the time. But then you have the soul, which you have to have that renewed in your thinking, so your, your environment. So I, I want to explain to you, because maybe first time you are hearing this, uh, we are created in God's own image, and we, we carry Trinity in us. So we are minds, we are, uh, our mind is our soul. We are spirit and we are body. And our soul is actually in Greek word ego. So it is I, everything belongs to I. I feel, I want, I am, it's all ego, it's your soul. Mm -hmm. So your feelings, your flesh is against the spirit. So even in book of Romans, it talks about chapter eight. You know, it's constantly in fight, your spirit and flesh. Jesus said in the garden of Gethsemane, spirit is willing, right? But the flesh is weak. So you want to pray, your spirit wants you to pray, but your flesh wants to sleep. Your flesh wants to comfort zone. So when you crucify the flesh, your spirit man is going to increase. Mm -hmm. But it is a constant battle that you need to allow the Holy Spirit to win at all times. So the less flesh and the more Holy Spirit, more the spirit man is winning, you are walking with authority and power in your lives. And the more you give in to flesh, you're a carnal Christian. And you're always experiencing defeat. But today I'm speaking into your lives, no more. Mm -hmm. We are God's army and we have to crucify the flesh. You are not going to talk the way that you've been talking. You are not going to act the way that you are going to act anymore because you learn the truth right now. And you are being set free from your carnal uh, uh, master. So you are going to change right now because you are making a decision. I can feel millions of people are making a decision to not to submit to their flesh anymore. And you are going to learn to yield your soul to your spirit, to the spirit, and which is in alignment with the Holy Spirit. Good stuff. These are so good. Yeah, Come on. And you know, the thing was, is when I came back, I really understood myself more when I was with Jesus than I had ever as a Christian on the earth because yeah. I saw how I was intricately made. I was, I'm very complicated. We're all made very beautiful and we're complicated yes. uh, in, our, in our makeup. It's not meant to be that way. Hmm. We're complicated because we're in a fallen world. Yes. But see, in heaven, we operate completely uh, without any effort. You know, I never had to apologize for anything. I didn't think about uh, saying something wrong to Jesus. Mm. Uh, I was right, and so I acted right. But see, down here, you're limited because of your mind and your will and also your body. So Paul said, listen, I discipline my body daily so that after I have preached Christ. So think about it, Apostle mm. Paul wrote almost uh, most of the New Testament. Yes. He, said, he said after he's preached Christ that he could be disqualified and thrown away. Wow. Because he let his body rule him. 
Wow. He said, so I disciplined my body daily so that I would not be disqualified. And he also mentioned, of course, what we already talked about, about the mind. We have to transform the mind by the renewing of it, by yes. reading the word. And so we start to think differently. So think about this. As a pilot, um, I'm trained in an emergency to act a certain way. Now, it doesn't matter what my emotions feel like. Yes. I have to react according to what's already been published that you do in a situation because there's people who were paid a, a, a large amount of money yeah. to find out the limitations of that aircraft and to find out what uh, what in that parameter is what we do if something like happens. So I had to learn all these emergency procedures for everything uh, that has to do with an aircraft. Well, when it, when it actually happens, there's the fear could set in and paralyze you. And I found that that, um, that, that that people need to be, as Christians, they have to be uh, willing to relinquish their will continually yes. and do the right thing, even if it hurts. So like, we're supposed to even keep our word, even if it hurts. You know, we're supposed to um, say no to the flesh and to, un uh, to, to ungodly uh, passions, it says. And, and it says that those precious promises, Peter talks about it in Second Peter chapter 1, he said that we've been given these precious promises. And it teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions. And it, it says that we can be partakers of the divine nature. T tell me, yesterday you told me something. It, yeah. it, it's really like so simple, but it, it was a huge revelation. You said that Christian world is trying to find today how close they can live to the world and still be saved, make it eternity. Yes. That, that is so sad. I, I heard that yesterday. That really hurt yeah. my soul. Well, Jesus, Jesus was, uh, he was, there was a point where he was really hurt. He actually, uh, I could tell he was, he was almost ready to cry because he had, he had shed his blood and he had done this wonderful work of salvation that they had planned before the foundations of the world. Yes. So Jesus wasn't plan B. He, he, they already knew everything that was going to go on and they planned this beforehand. So they, Jesus did this amazing redemption for, for all mankind. And he said, I made sure that, that not one drop of blood was wasted. I bought all of humanity. Yes. They are reconciled to God if they will acknowledge me. And, it, and he said, he got hurt. He said, but he said, my people, they're wanting to know where the fence is between the world and, and heaven so that they could just live on the, um, as close to the world as possible and still get to heaven. Wow. And he, he started to break up his, his voice. He said, when they should be asking me, not where the fence is, but where the hottest spot in heaven is and stand there. He said, I would let them stand on this sapphire stone. And he showed me this sapphire, wow. this beautiful sapphire platform that was these paved stones that um, in Exodus 24, 10, God brought it down with him to stand and, and meet with Israel, the 70 elders on the mountain. And I guess that uh, Lucifer, before he was cast out, got to walk on those holy stones on the holy mountain wow. of God. And he my, said, my pastor just preached on that. Yeah. Wow. And it's their beautiful sapphire. It's real wow. thick sapphire. And um, he said, uh, I could bid you to come and walk on these right now. And see, <sighs> I, I realized, he, but he was hurt that they wouldn't come up. Just like uh, he said, my father was hurt when um, I invited all of Israel up on the mountain and no one came except Moses. Wow. And um, it, hurt, it hurt God. And it hurts Jesus now that Christians are wanting to know what the least they could do to get into heaven when he had bought such an amazing, tremendous. I mean, Jesus wants us to drive out devils every day. He wow. wants us to reach out to sick people and correct the curse. Amen. So uh, he said, when you extend your hand with compassion, all you're doing is correcting what the devil did to people. 
You're wow. reversing it. You're, you're doing my work. And um, we can be like Jesus in this world and heal the sick. And we can, and did you know that um, casting out a devil, there's no difference in the power of Jesus, he told me, than raising the dead. He said, wow. there's, no, there's no difference in power. When you drive out a devil and a devil leaves at the name of Jesus, he said, you could raise somebody from the dead in the name of Jesus, and it doesn't take any extra power on your part at all. It's the same Amen. power. I believe and, that. that rose Jesus from the dead is dwelling in us. Cool. And so my, even my body right this minute as I'm talking, because I'm testifying about him, yes. is being quickened. Wow. My, it, my, it's, uh, Paul said that the same power that rose Jesus from the dead is dwelling in you wow. and is quickening your mortal body wow. right now. And, and, and um, we can raise people from the dead. Amen. I, I want to I say something because <laughs> I, it makes me so excited. Listen to me, people. Why do you watch action movies? You watch Mission Impossible. <laughs> really, we can live Mission Impossible every single day. This is why I don't watch TV. It doesn't entertain me. Because I want to live in the Bible days. I want to live what everything Jesus did and doing, still doing. Mm -hmm. So if you live in the supernatural power of God, all these action movies are nothing. You can, you can live in the supernatural and you, you don't need entertainment. Because entertainment, you know what is, what is entertainment? is a substitute to get you all high and up and you are like sitting at the edge of your chair. But imagine... We can raise the dead. We can easily cast out devils. We can heal people in Jesus' name. So you need to understand, you, God, is, you know, God is not offering us a boring religious life. Where have you been? Read your Bible. So we need to be, this is why I'm excited every day because I know every single day I can see the supernatural power of God in my life and in the lives of others. So today I know that quickening that happening in Brother Kevin is happening in you. What are you going to do with that? What are you going to do? You, you, you need to make some decisions right now. Tell us about heaven's agenda and our agenda. That, that is huge. Well, that changed my life, you know. Yeah, well, you, you, have, to, you have to realize <laughs> that with Jesus with you, if he would go out with you one evening, you, you couldn't fail. Yes. Okay, so think about this. I was at work. Somebody had a heart attack on the airplane. And so we pulled them out into the aisle, and I'm calling for all the medical equipment, and I'm going to start CPR. And I looked at the wife, and I could see the Holy Spirit on her because, you know, you can see the Holy Spirit. And then when I, I came back, I, I can see into the demonic. You know, I can wow. see in the demonic and the angelic. I can see in the spirit. So I could see that she's a born-again Christian. So I said, can I pray for your husband while they're getting the equipment? Yeah. And uh, I'm getting him ready for CPR. I mean, he's dead. There's no pulse. There's no, mm -hmm. there's no breathing. And he's gray. There's wow. no blood flowing through him. And he's in the middle of the aisle. We're at seven miles up, 35,000 feet. And this is how Jesus would spoil funerals. <laughs> he, would go just, he would go to the funeral, and it would turn into a celebration. Amen. He would spoil the party. Yes. But it was, it was, it was, a, good, it was a good spoil. Yes. Because he's spoiling the enemy. Hmm. Okay, so... I started praying for him, and you know, like you have these nice little Christian prayers you pray because everybody's watching. Yes. And so I just said, Lord, you know, just uh, I, I just I just ask you to be in this situation. And you know what came out of my mouth? Come back in the name of Jesus. And he coughed and got up. Wow. 
And he walked off the airplane when we landed. He didn't even have to have the ambulance. Do you understand the spirit wants to speak through you? Yes. But it might not, it might be from the other realm because he is from the other realm. Yes. But he's inside of us. So I want to do a nice little Christian prayer. Yeah. But Jesus wanted to raise him from the dead in front of that whole airplane. Wow. And he did. And, and, and I've seen that happen twice. Wow. Where I was intending on being a nice Christian and Jesus became the resurrection power. And he took over my voice wow. and he, he commanded from heaven through me. I got to sit back and watch it. But I have to tell you, it was not my faith. So cool. It was my yieldedness. Yes. And so there's a lot of people that can do this. Yes. You, you just have to, to know what God's doing. And if you don't, at least just have the courtesy to yield to the Holy Spirit. Yes. Because He is the wind in your sail. So uh, talking about oh. heaven's agenda, that, that's a good example. I just thought of that. It just kind of ties in with what we're talking about. But see, heaven's agenda in any situation is, is several steps up higher. Wow. than what we're thinking. Because doesn't it say in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 that, that no eye has seen or no ear has heard Amen. what God has for those who love Him? So when you think about what you're going to deal with a situation, uh, you're going to say, okay, this is what I'm going to do in this situation. If you don't yield to God, you might miss a miracle. Because this is what Jesus told me. He said, Kevin, he said, did you ever notice that you're already calculating how you're going to deliver yourself from everything that happens to you? And you have plan B and plan C already lined up. He said, you're disqualifying yourself from a miracle because he said, your next step, I have a, it's, a, it's set up for a miracle. <laughs> He said, I got you into that situation mm -hmm. because I want to perform a miracle that no one can get credit for. And so we're trying to figure out how we're going to get delivered from our finances and all our situations. Yes. But if we would just commit our way to him, he's, he's, he's grinning right now on the throne. He is grinning because wow. he's got, he's got plans for everyone that's listening right now. Oh. And they're way better than anyone's ever thought. But see the spirit, it's, it goes on to say in, in, in that first Corinthians chapter two, it be, goes on to say in the 11th verse, it says, but the spirit knows the deep things of God yes. and, and God will reveal the mysteries of God through the spirit of God. Yes. So we do know uh, and we can have the mysteries of God revealed to us. First of all, I want to tell them this, that um, Brother Kevin started playing an instrument, saxophone on the set of Sidrat and uh, he came back from heaven playing nine instruments and he will tell you about that. <laughs> in a little bit, but when he started, before he started playing in the saxophone, uh, I started feeling a heavy, heavy presence of the Lord. And, and it didn't happen to me for a long time. So I said to myself, I didn't, I didn't get slain in the spirit. I'm being very truthful, but I lay down on the floor on the set while Sidrat was interviewing him. And I, I believe I was the next interview. And so he started playing the saxophone and my left ear popped up like, and it was a physical thing. So when my left ear popped up, I heard the audible voice of the Lord telling me first time, until now you have been hearing me with one ear, but from this day on, you will be hearing me both ears. That was like a turning point in my ministry because since then all the salvations during my broadcast to the Middle East and the Muslim world doubled, triple and hundredfold because I started giving prophecies that I have never given and people start writing to I mean it, it just became unbelievably I believably but unbelievably incredible right after that moment. And then I was going to this time in the ministry that Everything was coming, enemy was throwing everything against me. 
and I needed a breakthrough. And Brother Kevin didn't know anything about it, but when I entered into the studio, I saw him. He was not sitting at the guest chair, and I thought he was an angel. <laughs> and I never, I never seen an angel before, so I'm being very honest with you. So I thought he was an angel. He, you were really shining and glowing and everything. And God spoke to me. Jesus said, no, he's not an angel, Jesus said, but he has been with me and listen to him. So he got, God got my attention twice, once audible, once with a, and another one with an inner voice. And when I sat with him that night, and he gave me a word, you have been going through this and that and that, but tomorrow you are going to receive kisses from heaven. And I didn't understand. I said, okay, he is way up there. <laughs> and this is an interpretation. <laughs> so, but next day, I, I got all my problems uh, uh, resolved. God took care of everything with one touch. I'm not talking about one thing, but hundred things at once. So uh, this is the word I am giving to you right now. Maybe your list is very long <laughs> and you have this sickness and that sickness. I'm speaking to someone. You are taking more than a dozen med medicine every single day. There's someone taking like for, for their heart every single day. You have to take three times a day, like certain dosage for your heart to continue pumping blood. And, and you are going to be healed right now in Jesus in Christ's Jesus. name. There's a stage four cancer. You are feeling this warmth in your body right now. You are being healed. You are not going to go anymore to chemotherapy. And I speak in the name of Jesus Christ. Every chemotherapy leaves a side effect. I search about this for a long time. And the side effect, even you overcome uh, cancer, you get healed from cancer. The side effect of chemotherapy is very, very huge on, on, a, on your physical body. So right now I command every side effects of chemotherapy to leave your body in the name of Jesus Christ. And there are people watching this broadcast. Next week you are going to get maybe some tests and you have fear of cancer. You have fear of this and that. God, God is telling me to tell you, you are not going to die. You are going to live. And you don't have to have that fear. I am casting out fear because let me tell you, God did not give us spirit of fear, but he gave us power, love and sound mind. So that spirit of fear is written in small letter spirit. Whenever you see small letter spirit, it is a demon. God did not give us demon of fear. Listen to me. Like in Isaiah 61, spirit of despair, that is spirit of depression. So demon of depression, God did not give us. Whenever you see the small letter spirit, it's a demon. But God gave us joy, peace, sound mind, and love. And right now I am releasing that over you, that you are free and delivered in the name of Jesus Christ. So that was the day. And I started praying heaven's agenda. Yeah, because uh, everybody has uh, a lot to do down here. Mm -hmm. But it's going to be easy because the the yoke that is broken off your neck is is from uh, is is from the anointing that Jesus has on him. Yes. He's a yoke breaker. So any bondage, any any kind of slavery, fear, uh, addictions, Jesus is a yoke breaker. He's, it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. Can okay. you break the yokes right yeah, now? Yeah, I break. I in the it's it's easy. Anybody can do this. You break the yoke by saying, in the name of Jesus, the yoke of 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 the devil 
is broken because Jesus destroyed the yoke of the devil. You have no reason to stay under the bondage of the devil what any longer. And I drive out every evil spirit. You know that I know that you yes. got to go. So go now in the name of Jesus, just shut up and leave them and never return. I forbid you to ever come back. I drive you out in the name of Jesus. Amen. Right now you're free. Now think about this. Jesus said, now I'm going to put my yoke upon you, but his yoke is easy. His burden is light. He said, learn of me. And Jesus told me, he said, the secret is, he says, I do most of the work. So when you put his yoke on it, he's doing most of the work. So he makes you look good. So he told me, he said, if you come back, Kevin, you're going to look good wow. because, it, because uh, you're yoked up to me. This he said, awesome. I'm going I'm to do all the work. Wow, I, I'm so blessed here. I, I am I'm like a student sitting here and hearing from the master. But I, I just want to tell you this. Uh, I learned from Brother Kevin. So when your will is against God's will, there's anxiety. A lot of people write to me, they have anxiety, they have panic attacks. I learned it and I started doing it. Your will against the heaven's will creates that conflict, inner conflict. You are living with the inner conflict. You may even watching this program right now, you have a gender conflict within you. You don't know who you are. You don't know your sexual identity, inner conflict, you see? That inner conflict creates asthma, creates panic attacks, creates bulimia, anorexia, anxiety attacks, because there's a conflict. What you need to do is what I learned to do. You need to surrender everything, your will to God. And let me say, it works. It's so easy. I, every day when it starts coming at me, I, I, this is what I do. I'm teaching you. You do the same thing. I take a deep breath and I say, Lord, I turn this over to you. I learned it from Brother Kevin's book, Heavenly Visitation. I turn everything. I learn. You want to get a Heavenly Visitation? Read this book. It's a small book. And it says it teaches me a lot about Heaven's agenda. I turn it over to you, God. Heaven's agenda, not my will, your will be done. You see, the moment you do that, that anxiety is gone because devil hates that and he leaves you alone. And sometimes, listen to me, you say, oh, I did it, it didn't work. I do it sometimes five times a day. So what? So I want to invite you right now. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, this is what you can do to have eternal life. Jesus I believe you are the son of God. Pray this prayer. I invite you into my heart. I invite you into my heart. Come and live inside of me. Come and live inside of me. I believe that you die on the cross for my sins and sicknesses. I believe you died on the cross for my sins and sicknesses. You die on the cross for my bondages. You died on the cross for my bondages. And you rose from the death on the third day. And you rose from the dead on the third day. Please forgive my sins. Please forgive my sins. I repent from my sins. I repent from my sins. And be the center of my life. Be the center of my life. In your name, Jesus, I ask. In your name, Jesus, I ask. Amen. Amen. If you pray this prayer, you are a born again follower of Jesus Christ. Your name is written in the book of life. You are never going to die, but you are going to have eternal life. This day, you are a son of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. You're a daughter of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. This is your identity. This is who you are from this moment on. 
and we speak blessings and healing upon your life. Until next time. Thank you so much for being with me today. It was wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you. And God bless you. Bye. This program is made possible by friends and partners of Ishik Abla Ministries. If you'd like to support our ministry, please go to our website at www.ishikabla.com. There you can make a secure tax-deductible donation. Our vision is to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ with a message of salvation, freedom, and healing for the transformation of the Muslim world and bring revival to the body of Christ. We thank you for your support.